our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Force has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of The Veritas Show, where you listen because you don't want to believe, you listen because you want to know. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for tuning in once again. This is episode number 24. Tonight's special guest is Nick Pope, Diary of a Real X-Files Investigator. Nick is the real Fox Mulder, and will take us step by step so that we can all learn what his job was all about, and will share with us the most intriguing cases he had the privilege to investigate at the British Ministry of Defense. Nick will be with us shortly. Although French journalist Bernard Toinelle was supposed to be part of this show, I decided to give him a full show. We discussed the Cometa report and multiple military officer and pilot testimony about their UFO encounters. I deemed Bernard's interview very valuable, and will air the show separately in the near future. The Veritas show is syndicated by the following affiliates, K-Rock's Zero Point Radio, the Black Vault Radio Network, and the Paranormal Radio Network, UPRN 105.8 FM, New Orleans. Listen to The Veritas show on iTunes and RSS feeds throughout cyberspace. And if you listen through iTunes, please remember to rate us and leave feedback. We are heard in 122 countries. Next week's special guest is Alfred Weber, the father of exopolitics. On the following week, Whitley, Strieber, and Yvonne Smith, the abduction special. If you need to get in touch with me and send your comments and or to submit questions to our future guests, send an email to mail at veritasshow.com or head on to our website and click on the contact button. I want to thank all the new subscribers and remind you that the Manticore Forum is now a benefit to all of you. 
When you subscribe to Veritas, you will have full access to the forum and you'll be able to post and download. If you're not a member of Veritas, you can still join the forum, but you will only be able to read and won't be able to post or download. When you figure that a soda these days costs about $1 and has no nutritional value, for only 17 cents a day, you can listen to our full shows and be connected to a growing international community at our forum, which is open 24-7. To become a member, simply go to our website, veritasshow.com, and click on subscribe. It's very simple, and you'll enjoy full membership benefits immediately. I will continue working hard to provide value. Oh, and for those of you who used to be concerned about big files, or those of you who have dial-up, you'll be pleased to know that we've divided the shows into two files, and I've also included a lo-fi version so that those of you without digital cable can download them without a problem. Also, you may have heard that we're transcribing the shows so that the hearing impaired can also enjoy the show and the interviews. Any volunteer out there that transcribes the show, I will give you a three-month free membership to Veritas and the forum. If you would like to volunteer and transcribe a show, contact us at transcribe at veritasshow.com. Again, the email address to send to us is transcribe at veritasshow.com. Or visit our website for more information at veritasshow.com. And now to some headlines. Bilderberg attendee. Obama officials gave briefings at secret elite meeting. Kennedy linked U.S. Soviet lunar missions with classified UFO files. European Exopolitics Congress, Barcelona, 2009. Top 25 censored stories for 2009. Solar Cycle 24. Solar flares and social collapse are crushing cold temperatures and global famine. Exopolitics, Barbara Hanclow, Life on Mars, Financial Collapse, and Galactic Matrix by Alfred Weber. And for the rest of the story, go to our website, veritasshow.com, and click on blog. And now, get ready to dive into the diary of a real-life X-Files investigator. If you want to know what it takes to get that job, and what methodology was used in the most important cases. Don't go anywhere. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Show. 
Nick Pope used to run the British government's UFO project at the Ministry of Defense. Initially skeptical, his investigation of newly reported UFO incidents and access to government files on the subject soon convinced him that the phenomenon raised important national security issues, especially when the witnesses were military pilots or where UFOs were tracked on radar. Nick also looked into other mysteries, such as alien abductions and crop circles. He now continues his research in a private capacity and is recognized as a leading authority on UFOs and the unexplained. He has done extensive media work, has lectured all around the world, and has acted as consultant on several TV documentaries. And directly from London, England, Nick Pope. Hello, hello. Hello, Nick, and welcome back to your third appearance on The Veritas Show, but this time as a special guest. How are you? I'm fine, thank you very much. It's good to be on the show again. It's our pleasure. First of all, Nick, I want to take this opportunity to congratulate you on being the recipient of Paradigm Research Group's Disclosure Award. Well, thank you very much. There, there are a couple of funny stories about that, if, if I can... Um, uh, tell them. I, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Absolutely. But before you, you share the story, I just want to tell the audience that uh, next award uh, was uh, previously also uh, the recipients were Dr. Jesse Marcel, Captain Robert Salas, uh, the late Monsignor Corrado Balducci, and the late Colonel Philip J. Corso. And I know the late, great Georgina Bruni would be very proud of you. But yeah, tell us your story. Well, I, I'm You've mentioned some very illustrious names there and people that I have tremendous respect for. And, and yes, it was a great shame that Georgina Bruni, a very good friend of mine, um, you know, sadly no longer with us, uh, yes. didn't uh, see, see that moment. But um, and, and I think uh, uh, there's someone, and I'm not trying to drop any hints, but there's someone, if anyone does, who, who deserves a, a posthumous award um, for, for her contribution to this wonderful, fascinating, and hugely important subject. Um, but my, my two stories about the award were, uh, firstly, um, the evening had been going on uh, a long time. There had been lectures and films and speeches and uh, various courses of dinner had been served. And um, uh, we were in a situation where I think it was about 11, 11.30 in the evening, and um, uh, uh, suddenly uh, Colin Andrews, I think, was given one of the awards, um, and I was pretty much on the point of saying, oh, I think I, I might turn in. Um, you know, I'm I'm obviously not going to get one of these awards. I said, I, I don't really think I fit the, the kind of exopolitical disclosure dynamic in terms of my my beliefs because where you're wrong well yeah we'll we'll probably come on to to that and my beliefs late later in the interview but um i i said i i you know i i thinking of uh, just going back up to the room and um frankie ma um a young tv presenter who actually lives with me she's got her own show over here on uh, Sky Channel 200, um, she suddenly nudged me because Steve Bassett was up at the microphone and announcing <laughs> the next award. And she said, it's you. And I'm, <laughs> I'm 
I, I was only half listening, and I, I said, no, you know, it's not me. I don't get these sorts of things. And suddenly I heard Steve talking about uh, uh, somebody who who's worked with the government and whose who's efforts to keep this subject in the public eye. And I was completely shocked. I, I was absolutely, completely shocked and surprised. So um, I'm media trained. Um, I've done huge amounts of television. I'm normally pretty well rehearsed. And I just went up to the microphone and I had no idea what to say because it was so totally unexpected. Yeah. That's that's incredible. So you probably thought he was talking about somebody else who had the same credentials, but uh, probably not you, huh? Well, then that's pretty much it. Yes, I, I was sure he wasn't talking about me, and um, I, I mean this as no disrespect to Steve, but it was a long evening. It was pretty late, and of course the speakers are always, um, you know, working fairly hard. Um, There's this fairly constant round, obviously, of giving your own presentation, making yourself available, and, and obviously everyone wants to um, make themselves available to, to speak to to the attendees. There are various media people who uh, want to speak to you. So it's a, it's a long day. I mean, all the days at these conferences are pretty long and pretty packed. So, uh, you know, I, I was really... Sort of, my mind wasn't really on it, and uh, suddenly Frankie, who had been listening more attentively than had I, uh, turned to me and she said, "Nick, it's you." And I said, "No, no." And as I say, suddenly I heard these words, which could only have been applicable to, to me, because there are very few people in this field who have a, you know, a government background in terms of their. Uh, investigations a lot I mean a lot of people investigate UFOs but I'm one of the few people who've done it officially exactly so, um, and I, sorry you go ahead yeah I, I was very happy to hear when I had uh, Paula Harris a couple of weeks ago and she told me the whole story so uh, we were very happy to hear that you were the recipient of that award and he did tell me about uh, how you wanted to dedicate it to uh, Georgina Bruni and speaking of uh, Ms. Bruni I've gotten so many emails from people about exploring the Rendlesham Forest incident. It seems that that, that case never goes away. I agree. Um, it's probably the world's second best-known UFO incident. That, that may be quite a provocative statement. Some of your listeners may, may disagree. They may have other cases that they feel uh, are up there. But I think in terms of its name recognition, um, and of course, it's sometimes known as the, the Rendlesham Forest incident. It's sometimes known as the Bentwaters incident. It's slightly mm -hmm. unfortunate that, that it's got two different names because it, it, it sort of splits the vote, as it were. Exactly. In Confusing. Terms of, yeah. In terms of the number of documentaries that have been devoted to it, though, and in terms of the number of documentaries that have featured it, Um, I think it, it probably does get into second place behind Roswell. But of course, because the events took place in 1980, and because most, if not all, of the participants are still very much alive, mm -hmm. um, unlike Roswell, which, as I often say, is, is passing, sadly, from, from history into legend, as as first-hand participants die out. Um, unlike 
Roswell. Of, of course, Rendlesham, you know, all the witnesses are still there. Many of them are talking. Um, and that makes it very, very um, important in terms of television because TV producers, um, you know, people pitching programs on, on this say, well, we can make, make a show on this and we can get most of the people who were there. We can get the witnesses. So if anything, there are probably going to be even more documentaries on the Rendlesham incident. And, and that's why I say I, I think it's hugely important. Another factor is that there are ongoing Freedom of Information Act requests on this case. Because, for example, in the Ministry of Defence UFO files, which are, of course, in the process of being released here in the UK at the moment, one of the interesting documents that's emerged is is a paper, Ministry of Defence paper, so it's it's actually on on the department's own website that says after the Rendlesham Forest incident, General Gabriel, Commander in Chief, United States Air Force in Europe, flew specially to the bases and took possession of various items pertaining to this case. Well, what did he take? Where did he take them? What analysis was done on them? What conclusions were drawn? So, you know, there's still unanswered questions on this case, and there are still active lines of inquiry being pursued. I've heard some of the witnesses talk about this case, and I knew that one of the military um, staff members there actually touched the craft, but I had a conversation with James Fox last week, and he, he said, I believe it was James, that uh, they actually saw beings. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Yes, it, it depends. Now, this is a confusing incident because it took place over a series of, some say two, others say actually three nights. Mm. Various different people were at different locations. So when the stories don't match up, sometimes it's, it's you know, difficult to, to say, you know, and sometimes people get suspicious uh, and someone says, oh, this witness doesn't agree with that witness. Right. Now, my view, and I've worked with police on totally unrelated issues, but um, any police officer will tell you if two witnesses say exactly the same thing, they've probably colluded because human beings perceive things in different ways and interpret information in different ways. So you can be witness to the same thing, but you will see and recall and interpret in very different ways. So some people saw beings, some people saw vague shapes, some people didn't see anything, um, you know, relating to beings, probably because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. So we don't know. But yes, there are certainly stories about that. I've spent a lot of time with, with James Fox. Obviously, he, he produced um, Out of the Blue, very famous UFO documentary, um, his new program, uh, his, his new show. Um, I know what I, I saw. I know what I saw, yeah. Um, that does feature, among others, Jim Penniston, who's the guy that you just mentioned. He's the, he's the United States Air Force officer who actually got close enough to this thing. 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.